Hey guys, Joe McCall back here with Peter Vexelman, Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. And this is the Brilliant at the Basics series where Peter Vexelman and I try to just break things down into its simplest, most basic form and talk about this business. Uh, those of you who were listening to the previous episode that we just did, I talked about how Peter's doing 30, 40 deals a month in multiple different markets all over the country, doing really, really well. And we talked about marketing. And we're going to dive into a little bit more detail about marketing. Peter, I know you send a lot of postcards. You do a lot of direct mail. Um, what, how much, you know, of all the marketing that you do, what percent of that marketing that it comes and those leads that come from your marketing come from direct mail? Well, you know, I've been involved in the industry for a long time and, and throughout my business, I've utilized different systems and different ways of getting deals. As we sit here today, an overwhelming majority of our deals come uh, as a result of direct mail. I mean, I'd say probably, you know, upwards of 80, 90 percent of our deals come in that because we're in a very competitive market right now. I mean, across the country, definitely in the market that I'm in, Atlanta. And so in today's world, you really, really have to know how to market, which direct mail allows you to do to the seller. Um and uh, so, yeah, an overwhelming majority of our deals right now, as a matter of fact, my whole company right now is set up, you've been here to my office, is really set up uh, around negotiators and an overwhelming majority of their time, the negotiators are working directly with sellers, which come as a result of our direct mail postcards. You know, direct mail has always worked and it always will work. We can get all fancy and advanced and technical and I was just talking to Peter about an app called Slack. <laughs> Those of you that uh, Peter, I always give him a hard time. He gives me a hard time, actually, is the way it is, about technology. And, and my, you know, I have an iPhone right here and an iPad right there. I have two iPads right here, actually, and my MacBook Pro. And Peter's on this old Windows <laughs> PC that can barely work. But <laughs> guess who does more deals? I don't know. <laughs> it shows you how important all this technology really is, but I'm just kidding in seriousness. Direct mail, I remember hearing a few years ago that uh, all direct mail is dead. You know, the internet's where it's at. All of the leads, we don't need to do direct mail anymore. Um, you can just do internet marketing and do social media and SEO and do YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and get all the seller leads you could use for a lot cheaper and more efficiently and all of that. But you know what? Direct mail, even though you can call the post office the old dinosaur it still refuses to die. People still open their mail. They still look at their postcards. And as long as a UPS, USPS is delivering mail, it's going to get in people's hands. And there's a lot of advantages to, to direct mail, Peter. One of the things I can think about is when you're doing Internet marketing, you, you can't target specific properties that are owned by specific people in specific neighborhoods, right? But with direct mail, you can say, send this mail to specific targeted areas that I'm interested in, specific types of homes, maybe only three bedrooms, uh, maybe only properties that have garages, or only specific owners who meet certain criteria, you know, they're landlords, or maybe they're over 55 years old, right? And you can, so there's, there's targeted lists that you can use for direct mail. Now, before we get into the type of direct mail, Peter, could you elaborate on that a little bit? And who do you like to target in, in your direct mail? Well, let me tell you another big advantage. You're talking about advantages. I mean, I think if you compare the seller marketing to sellers, so, you know, 
there's really a couple ways to do that. You know, for instance, you know, you got the direct mail, maybe you got some web based, you could put some billboards up and stuff like that. So you're right, the targeting is the is the key there, but the other key is the cost. You know, we've utilized pretty much all seller form of marketing, you know, very heavily on the webs, on the web, done huge billboards across Atlanta and all this. And I could tell you, bar none, when you compare it, the cost on a direct mail side, just it's not even close. You know, it's not one of those things you have to keep this unbelievable spreadsheets on. I mean, it's just so 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 the other huge advantage to the direct mail is is the cost. And I go back to your question in terms of what to utilize, what kind of postcards and all that. A lot of times it uh, depends on the individual. Um, For instance, again, you've seen my office here. You know, I'm fully staffed with 12 full time negotiators. They're here six days a week from, you know, morning till at night. So if you got a a size of sizable operation and, and enough resources and enough infrastructure, the goal is to use the type of postcard that's going to generate calls. You know, we're in a numbers game here. We we are very specific. We know that if we get enough cracks at it, the ability to talk to sellers on a daily basis, we're, the numbers are going to work out in our favor. You know, we get our phones ringing here with sellers sometimes as many. Well, we on a daily basis, we get between 500 and 1,000 seller calls coming into our office. That's insane. So, no, well, but but again, we're, I'm staffed for it. I'm able to handle that kind of volume, and I just, I just play the numbers. Now, on the other hand, if I'm an individual that's a one-man show, I got a full-time job, I'm doing real estate on the side, I'm not going to try to blow up my phone. You know, I'm not going to try to get that phone to ring 50 times a day just for a simple reason. I can't handle that. So in that regard, you want to go with a postcard that's a little bit more targeted, specifically. And I'm not just talking about targeted towards the areas, which you do want to do, but target towards the message, too. You know, you want to say pretty clearly what what it is you're doing, that you are an investor, that you're looking to buy a property. um, So that when those calls come in, you know, you might not be getting, you know, 20, 30, 50 calls a day. You might only be getting you know, two to five calls a day, but A, you could handle it. B, you're not really playing the numbers game at that point. You're just talking to very qualified sellers. So the message really depends on the individual and and, and, and how they want to handle it. And the other thing you want to think about in terms of messaging in, in, in direct mail, which almost everybody overlooks, but it's something that I could tell you is a huge determining factor is who's going to take your calls? You know, one of the big things in this industry, I think if you talk to 100 random investors, 95% of them will say go to direct, um, go to voicemail automatically. It's almost like an assumed thing in this business that you're going to go to uh, either some kind of an answering service a system or you're going to go to a voicemail. You know, very few times do you talk to investors who are active or thinking about being active and you get anything but those kinds of answers. So basically you go to a third party. Whereas I could tell you from our personal experience, we're in a live environment here, meaning we take our calls live. So here's here's what that does immediately overnight. It doubles your numbers. It literally doubles your numbers because it's it's uh, and I think you were telling me you were at some meeting where people were talking about how long it takes them to get a hold of somebody. Oh, yeah. and, right. and, and, and the percentages are staggering, aren't they? Well, yeah. So, what, well, I'll just tell you this. Um, I wish I could remember the exact numbers, but I want to be close. If you can get that seller on the phone or call them back within five minutes, your chances are 95% higher for reaching them and talking to them. And it it's a curve, and it, dra- it drops dramatically down. If you wait like 10 minutes, your chances are only like 20%. 
to get a hold of them and talk to them. And also what was important too in the study, this was a study that uh, these guys did with their with their own phone tracking system. It takes an average of six to eight calls. If they can make an if they can make six to eight calls, they will actually talk to ninety-five percent, again, ninety-five percent of their customers. So the point is answer the phone and call them back quickly and call them back often. But anyway. Yeah, and you know, if you think about everything you said there, a, a lot of that could be literally eliminated if you can go into actually a live environment. Yeah. Because if you're in a live environment, you don't think about it. I agree with this concept of six tries, but that takes time. So think about it. If you can go into direct mail into a live environment, now you don't have to potentially call somebody six times or two times or three times to get a hold of a seller. So so those are the other things you want to be considering when you consider what kind of message you want on your uh, on, on your direct mail is who's going to take the calls. And again, from my opinion, whether you do whatever you can to get it live, and if you can't get it live, just listen to this tape again when you're talking about a couple of minutes ago about the percentages. You've got to got to get a hold of these sellers. And look, we're 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 in the world. You know, you and I kid around technology. You were talking about, and you know, you're kind of the techo geek. But think, we're in a world where you can rotate phone numbers now. You know, I think it's Google Voice that offers the ability to take. You know, one phone rings, you can grab it. Your partner's phone rings and all that. So you know, the days of not being able to get to a seller, at least in a quick manner, are gone by just utilizing some very basic techno, uh, technology out there and voice voicemail systems and apps and stuff like that. Well, so, you know, and, and even if you don't have the staff that you can put into your office, you could at least hire a live answering service to take your calls. And, you know, if, if anything, you can have an assistant. Like I have a virtual assistant. I do about five to ten deals a month. And the system we have right now that we're doing is a VA in the Philippines with great English will answer the phones live. And if she can't, we use Skype to do that. But if she can't, then it goes to voicemail and she calls them back pretty quickly immediately after that. And I'm to a point now where she's getting pretty busy and pretty soon I'm probably either going to hire somebody new to help her or have all the calls go right to um, a live answering service. And right now my favorite is continentalmessaging.com. I've heard some really good things about them. I know some guys that are using them and like them a lot. But the point is, answer the phone, right? And when it, yeah. I, I need to clarify what I was saying earlier about the number of contacts. That's that's the they looked at all of the deals they've done. They looked at all of the deals they've done, and there was an average of six to eight touches to that seller before getting it under contract and doing the deals, right? So the point is, you got to be. You got to do what everybody else is not doing. And I can tell you this, all of your competition that you think is your competition out there is not answering the phone. They're not following up with sellers. They're not making offers. They're not following up over and over and over and over again. So good. And, and let me let me say some, one thing about these um, answering services. The cool thing about a lot of them, like I know there's one here in Atlanta, they'll do live transfers too. Yeah. So, you know, you could use a, a call center or call service to take your call you know, make sure you screen them, make sure you work with somebody that's not going to put people on hold and play background music and all that. But a lot of them have the technology now that, if you know, you know, you give them a series or whatever, four or five questions to answer. And if they got a live client on there, live seller who's motivated, boom, all they do is say, let me connect you to my partner out in the field. Yeah. You'd probably be able to go out there, take a look at it. And, you know, and you're they're doing a three-way call right to you. So you're kind of getting rid of the junk up front. They're doing a three-way call to you, and, and you're grabbing, you're talking to the live center. So 
that's that's probably the only way I'd use one. I, I would I would always make sure that they could do a live uh, three way transfer. That's really good. Now we talked a little bit about direct mail postcards. I think do you sending most of the <coughs> postcards right now, Peter? Yeah, we all, yeah we only send postcards. Again, we're playing the numbers game. We're not looking to get that the, only the qualified. We just want the phones to to ring. So we're creating a lot of urgency uh, in our in our messaging and, and, and lighten up our phones. Good, good. And then um, what? Uh, there's different kinds of postcards. There's more generic, general <coughs> postcards. Hey, we've been trying to reach you. Call me. And then there's more specific postcards. Hey, I'm an investor and I want to buy your house. Call me. What do you like to send? We like to send the ones that create some kind of urgency, whether it's kind of the first one you said, hey, I'm trying to get a hold of you, or I got something very important, or, you know, this is the final time I'm going to try to get old, whatever it is. Uh, we, again, in, in our thing, uh, we're, we're going not broad, but we're going very niche, tremendous urgency. We have some important information for you. Give us a call. And so what kind of list do you like to mail to? Do you have a... A specific target you'd like to go after? Well, again, because because we we're in a very much a numbers driven game here. You know, getting as many calls on a daily basis. We go broad. You know, so we don't niche it out in a particular. You know, uh, this you know probate or death or uh, divorce and all that. We go non rocks because that's just the biggest target market to go after. Non owner occupied. Non owner occupied or absentee owners. Right, absentee owners. Right, because. It's such a broad list within there. You're capturing every other list. You know, yeah. you know, you're you're hitting the probates inadvertently. You're hitting the divorces inadvertently. You're hitting the uh, the evictions inadvertently. You know, so we're going really broad and you know trying to get it all to come in here. And how often do you mail the same list? Uh, we, I think we, I want to say about three to four months, somewhere three, four, five months. We go back to the same uh, same areas. Excellent. Which is going to happen naturally, you know, no matter what market you're in, you know, you can never just go through it once. Yeah. So that's normal. You know, people sometimes get like so discouraged by that. Well, here's the reality. You're not the only one mailing to these people. Okay. Yeah. So don't think just because you're mailing to the same person, this is like the only time they've seen this. They already got 20 postcards laying there. You know what I mean? You're just, you, you got to go through it multiple times and sometimes even just to catch them at the right time. So there's nothing wrong with doing it. You know, that's one thing too. I'd encourage people don't know, stop, stop overanalyzing it. Just, you got some target zip codes where you know your buyers are hungry and want deals and just mail every absentee owner in that zip code. Stop trying mm -hmm. to filter them out for equity or when they bought it, how long ago, just send them all. Cause chances are a lot of them have multiple properties. And sometimes you're going to find a motivated seller that's only owned it for six months. And if you're filtering out for people who bought over 10 years ago, you're going to lose those. And there's less competition for those investors that bought just, you know, within the last year. So I I, I agree. I, I like mailing <coughs> as many as I can. And a lot of times those, if they don't have a house to sell, they may become a buyer as well. Well, great. No it's question. Been, it's been a good podcast. And I appreciate it, Peter. Thank you very much, guys. If you wanted more information about how to work with me and Peter, Peter and I, Go to www.peterandjoe.com, peterandjoe.com. Notice I put your name first, Peter, in there. I Thank could, you. I could have done joeandpeter.com. I would have lost sleep, for well, sure. Actually, I thought it, I think it was already taken. That's why I did Yeah, I'm sure it was something like that, but that's okay. That's anyway, right. and uh, we'd like to talk to you guys. If you go to that page, there's a little video explaining about what we do and who we work with. 
and you can see if you're qualified or not. If you are, fill out that information on that page. Peter will actually call you, get on the phone and talk with you and see if you're a good fit. And we'd love to help you get your business set up and running and actually do deals with you. And, and so you can start seeing the same success and even fly out to Peter's office and go see his operation there. It's pretty incredible. Uh, it's got 12 negotiators on the phone, jam-packed in there. Not jam-packed, but I mean, it's, you, it's it blew me away when I was walking through there thinking, whoa, you got this many people in here. But uh, they're on the phone. They're talking to sellers. It's so cool. You see this big board on the wall, the different columns of where this, the leads are in the whole process. So uh, if you want to learn how to do deals, you need to learn from people who are doing deals. And that's what Peter and I are trying to provide. So, all right. Thanks again, Peter. Take care. Thanks, Joe.